Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, September the 14th as we come off a incredibly frustrating weekend of Phillies baseball. As the Phillies lose three of five over the weekend, package that with the loss on Thursday, the just gut punch of a loss on Thursday. And uh, the Marlins have won the series, the seven game series, no matter what happens in today's game seven of the series. The Phillies really need to win this one. They are now half game back of the Marlins. Um, for that second place spot in the National League East. I've, of course, lost ground to the Braves. And just, uh, again, a uh, a straight-up disappointing weekend. There's no other way to put it. Just a, a really disappointing showing from the Phils this weekend. Injuries, issues, all kinds of problems. Uh, it's not cool. It's not great. And uh, a Phillies team that a week ago we felt so good about and... You know, we thought maybe, maybe it was time that they would finally get this stupid Marlins monkey off their back to somehow they would stop playing down to the Marlins and the Marlins having their number and just constantly handling them. It is, uh, it's stunning. And not in a good way, obviously, as uh, the Marlins are, are the Phillies' kryptonite, and they sh- showed it again. They won the series. They've won the season series after winning two or three to start the season. I mean, it's uh, it's not great. The Marlins are six and three against the Phillies this year, <sighs> and the Marlins are actually fighting for a playoff spot. And. Uh, and the Phillies, it's just a, it's a disappointing weekend. And then there are some serious injuries we need to talk about. Um, it's a bummer because, uh, you know, you're starting to, look, I still think the Phillies are going to make the playoffs, but uh, it's starting to kind of fall apart, the, uh, the enthusiasm we had for, and look, we've seen it with the bullpen. And that's ultimately what we know is that the enthusiasm was never going to, reach past a certain point because we all knew that the bullpen was ultimately going to uh, 
cause this team to not get as far as we want it to go. But um, the injuries are starting to make it uh, a lot tougher, too. The Phillies now sitting at 23-22, and 22, a half game behind the Marlins. Again, after that brutal 7-6 to six loss on Thursday where they were up 6-3, to three and Tommy Hunter and Brandon Workman said, no, 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 we're going to lose this one. Uh, sorry, uh, don't get attached to winning this one. So we head into the weekend off of that. Um, again, just another in a series of gut punch loss this team has suffered this year. We head into the weekend, doubleheader on Friday. The Phillies come out strong. Nice to see in game one of the doubleheader with Aaron Nola on the hill. And the bats came to play. Nola came to play. Nola gets his first quote-unquote career uh, complete game, but it was seven innings uh, in a doubleheader, obviously. Uh, it was awesome. Nola goes seven innings, three hits, no walks, ten strikeouts, no runs, obviously, just dominant in the 11-0 victory. I did like his response, though. He said he was not counting it as a uh, his first complete game because it was only seven innings. I'm with him. Look, he's pitched seven innings in a game before. Um, so, you know, nine inning complete game, obviously different. Um, but it was awesome to see it was needed as we knew that in game two, because of the Zach Wheeler mishap with his pants, the injury, then, um, I can't believe we're even saying that, that, uh, we would need a bullpen game in this, uh, series here in this double letter. So we needed, uh, Aaron Nola to give us everything he had so to speak, and he did. He was great, obviously. Gave him a, a complete game in that first game, and the bats came to play in that one. Andrew McCutcheon, three for four, uh, came super close to the cycle, had a home run, a double, uh, was very close, a single. Um, Reese Hoskins hits his 10th home run of the season, had a couple hits. Um, the bats really got going. It was nice to see Alec Bohm, two for four. Bohm just continues to rake. Um had a really good five-game series. Uh, one of the Phillies' most consistent. Uh, again, just uh, continues to hit. Just a beast. Uh, Hazley, three for four. Uh, they crush. And there's a nice see Hazley getting going, too, in this one. is uh, a really nice 11 nothing victory. It felt good. It was fun to watch. It felt like, all right, we needed this. That was a absolute gut punch of a loss in game one of the series we had that game one and then yet again for the umpteenth trillionth time this season the bullpen gave the game away and i can't handle it it was nice to see uh aaron nola start to finish 11 nothing dominant win and not just nice, needed. It was very much needed uh, that we got that. Unfortunately, um, the Phillies weren't able to carry the momentum over into game two yet again as the Phillies uh, continue to lack the ability to win two games with a doubleheader, it seems, you know, and, and in general struggled in doubleheaders, it seems, uh, which, you know, you would think um, it wouldn't be that way. But um, this was a frustrating one. As, uh, you know, the bullpen game, obviously, you uh, you expect to lose the bullpen game. 
we expected to lose a bullpen game, but um, you know they were in it early. Hoskins gets them up one nothing, but then they kind of fell behind, just never able to catch back up. Uh, Blake Parker continues to be awesome, pitched two cleans to start up. Then you know Heath Embry came in, and guess what? Heath Embry stinks. He just stinks. Ranger Suarez came in. He stinks. David Hale got some outs. It wasn't pretty. David Phelps, not great again. Um, you know, I mean, look, uh, it sucked. It was a, it was an annoying loss. Uh, it would have been nice to see uh, maybe if they could have saved some of those runs from that first game for the second one, knowing that it was a bullpen game. Uh, you know, but look. You knew they were going to lose the bullpen game. There was no way that a game that was going to be started and, and ended and, and everything in between by the bullpen, a bullpen game, no starter. Um, I mean, that was something the Phillies were never going to win. <laughs> they were never going to win. Never, ever, ever, no matter what happened. You just know it. And they didn't. And uh, it's not a surprise because their bullpen stinks. And, you know, I'm actually... You know, I think honestly, the the bigger surprise they only gave up five runs. When you think about it, the fact that they uh, this bullpen only gave up five runs in a nine inning game that they pitched every part of. I mean, that's uh, that's actually surprising. I would have guessed more. Ultimately, the Phillies fall uh, in game two. And uh, then in game uh, on Saturday, they come back and they bounce back again. And, uh, you know, they're 2-2 in the series again. They they get the bats going yet again, a 12-6 victory. Um, pull away a close game for a bit there. Unfortunately, Spencer Howard leaves early some shoulder stiffness. We'll talk about that. Um, he was not very good. Got beat up. Uh, Heath Embry. Ends up getting the win in this one. He's not good, uh, but he did uh, have a clean inning. JoJo actually gave up a run. You never see that. Workman gave up a run. Tommy Hunter was okay. Adam Morgan looked good uh, after the game was kind of put away. But uh, ultimately, um, the Phillies got out to a big lead early. Uh, A Didi Gregorius grand slam in the first inning. Got it going just a shot to right field. Uh, And it was awesome. It was so needed, the exhale after um, winning, uh, after losing the second game uh, of game one, uh, of day one, excuse me. But then, uh, finally, we get Bryce Harper back on the home run board as Harper had a great game, three for four. Um, Looked kind of Bryce Harper-ish again. They're up 5 nothing, but then uh, it gets a little scary for a minute. And the fourth is uh, Spencer Howard gives up three. A uh, Brian Anderson three-run home run makes it 5-3. Romuda makes it 6-3, um, scoring on a wild pitch in the fifth. But then the Marlins continue to plug away, 6-4. Then Adam Hazley, RBI single, 7-4. Uh, and then it is 7-5 after Corey Dickerson, RBI hit. Um uh, in the seventh, and then we get to the eighth, and finally the Phillies pull away. Again, more small ball, no home runs here. Uh, a sharp RBI single from Gene Segura makes it 8-5. A RBI double by Alec Bohm, the beast of all beasts offensively, makes it 9-5. And then Kyle Garlic comes through, ripping a uh, 
uh, uh, bases clearing double uh, makes it 12-5. They ultimately win 12-6, to getting the job done. Much needed victory there. Like really, really needed that. <laughs> you know, it was just a uh, it was a tough spot there uh, coming off um, that loss in uh, in game two on. Friday, but then uh, you know they win that one, and you're feeling pretty good coming into yesterday. It's the first Sunday of NFL season. You got the Eagles coming up, and of course you got the Phillies, a doubleheader. And yes, we're facing Sixto Sanchez in the first game, but you know what? These are important games, and the Phillies need to win them, or at least win one. Um, so they have a chance to win this series because, you know, they're a playoff team, and that's what a playoff team would do. And <sighs> the Phillies lose them both. They score two runs, one in each game. They lose 2-1, they lose 8-1. A real, real bummer of a day. And, of course, as uh, I'm sure you know, uh, the Eagles and a 17 nothing lead, much like the Phillies' bullpen. Frittered it away and lost 27-17 to in Washington. Just a brutal loss there. So it was a really, really tough day for Philadelphia sports yesterday. It was not cool. And uh, really just a brutal day for the Phillies. Like it really was a, it was a bad day. It was a bad day. The Phillies needed to do better, and they didn't look... Um, Game one, uh, another bullpen game, and, and you know what? The bullpen pitched damn well. Uh, Ramon Rosso gives up two runs and two and a third, not too bad. But then uh, Connor Brogdon, two and a third, clean, four strikeouts. David Hale, an inning and a third, clean, three strikeouts. It was good to see. Uh, but unfortunately, they were going up against uh, former Philly Prospect Sixto Sanchez, who is Trevor J.J. Romito. Sixto dominates the Phillies. Seven innings, one earned, four strikeouts, three walks, three outs. Just a complete game, 90 pitches to get it done. Uh, the Phillies just unable to get anything going against Sixto. Um, boom, scores the lone run. Just um, it was a really bummer of a loss uh, in a couple ways. It was a bummer of a loss because obviously you wanted to come in and take that first one and still have a chance to win both and win the series. A chance to win the series there if you win both those games. And then uh, the game today is uh, is just a, a also ran. Unfortunately, that's what turned out to be... Um, the situation for the Marlins, sadly, as we know. Um, but, uh, you know, the Phillies uh, lose that first game 6-0. Uh, and then the, the part that obviously makes it, uh, it tuck so much on top of that is that, you know, you just see how good 6-0 is. I mean, he's real. Pedro Martinez tweeted he's better than he was. Uh, it's like, come on, man. Dude, don't do that to us. It's just, uh, it's tough. Look, um, as much as I love JT Romito, and we'll get to him because he did not play yesterday because he's got an injury we'll talk about. Uh, but as much as I love JT Romito, if you took the contract situation out of it and just say he was going to sign in Philly or whatever, I would still trade him 
back for Sixto in a second. I would much rather have Sixto. I, I think after seeing what Sixto is at the major league level now so far, uh, I think he'd be crazy not to, uh, especially considering the years of control you would have of him at, at, at lower salary, obviously. Um, but he is, whoo, he's real. He's real. He's one of the true young, great pitchers in baseball. He is. That is a, it's a bummer. It's a shame because we, we don't really ever get that guy, that that amazing all-time starting pitcher type talent uh, is not something we see come up through our ranks very often here in Philadelphia, and that would have been cool. Uh, he's that. He's that. He's awesome. And who knows if he stays healthy. I mean, there's so many variables and all that, but, man, he's good. He's really good. And we saw it, and they handled uh, the Phillies easily. Uh, and winning two to one, and then they win the second one, uh, eight to one, just handling them. Eflin just didn't have his best stuff. Four innings, four earned, doesn't work out. Ranger Suarez is horrible, and two innings works, gives up four, and um, the bats just don't get going. Alec Bohm, the the yet again, the lone bright spot, a home run. As Bohm, uh, you know, if you want to just quickly talk about a bright spot, Alec Bohm, the rookie, um, is batting three thirty on the season. He has a 381 OBP and a 500 slugging percentage. It's an 881 OPS with a 330 batting average. Alec Bohm is special. I mean, like, really special. Like, a serious, real, real hitter. Like a a savant, someone who's going to be a great hitter for the Phillies for a long time, and it's really exciting. But, man, um... It was just not a good weekend as they are unable to get anything going in this game uh, against Garrett in his first start of his career. He has five clean innings, only gives up the one. The bullpen shuts down the rest. And it ends up being a really disappointing weekend for the Phillies. Um, Again, losing three of five, now losing four of six in the series. Uh, Obviously a big one today because they need to take it. They're a half game behind the Marlins now, but just in general, a really bad trip to Miami as the Marlins continue to be their kryptonite. And adding to it all, three important injuries to talk about. We mentioned a couple of them as we went along. Uh, We'll go with uh, in order of uh, what it appears to be less seriousness to most seriousness, uh, I would say, at least this is my opinion. Uh, and two will group together and then the more serious one. But um, we'll start with Romito. Uh, hip injury. He's getting an MRI today. Didn't play in the doubleheader yesterday. Not ideal. Um, let's hope for the best. Obviously, this team without Romito is uh, Romito is uh, it's bad. And uh, Nav's been great, but, you know, obviously – JT is so important, important to this team, and uh, you hope you hope it's nothing too serious. Uh, he will get an MRI in the hip. Uh, Reese Hoskins, an achy forearm, um, you know, not ideal. Uh, it's an important thing for a, a hitter, obviously, and uh, and uh, throw you throw from first base and all that. Uh, so both those guys will have MRIs today. Uh, they are day to day for right now, and you hope for the best. Hopefully, it's just a little. Flare up, whatever, um, in both places, in both cases. Uh, fingers crossed, is obviously right now, I mean, Hoskins has been the hottest, best hitter in the lineup for a while. You know, close to a month, three weeks, whatever it's been, probably. Um, 
so that would be a, a crushing loss if he's hurt at all. Um, uh, let's hope for the best there. And then, of course, um, Romito, you know, what a massive part of the team. So, you know, you definitely need him and want him uh, back. And then uh, the biggest concern is the Spencer Howard injury. As uh, Howard, as we mentioned, when we talked about it, left the game. Um, his start, uh, on Saturday, uh, was shoulder stiffness and, uh, this is the kind of thing that could end a season. Shoulder stiffness for a pitcher is never awesome. You know, that's really something that you're concerned about. You hear about forearm tightness or shoulder stiffness. Like those are the types of things you hear about and you go, Ooh, not great. Uh, shoulder stiffness particularly, I would say actually. So, um, you know, let's hope for the best. Let's hope this is uh, something um, that does not require surgery or anything like that. And it's just a, uh, you know, kind of uh, him ramping up to, to pitch in the major league level. And it's, uh, his body is kind of responding the way it's responding. But I will tell you, it is, uh, I, I'm very scared about it. And I certainly, if I had to, if you had to ask me, will Spencer Howard make another start this season? I would say no. Now, he might, it's certainly possible, but it, um, and maybe it's, uh, you know, much ado about nothing, but if I had to bet, personally, I would bet that Spencer Howard does not make another start this season, and that sucks, you know, because we didn't really ever this season get to see the uh, the full potential of what Spencer Howard has to offer, the um, the high-level stuff that he can can bring to the table. We really only got flashes of it, innings here or, uh, you know, pitches there or whatever. Um, but wasn't able to string it together, and I, I think maybe if he had more time this season, he would have started two more and more. Regardless, uh, you know, obviously with him, the most important thing now is uh, is just keeping uh, keeping him healthy and making sure he's okay and, and obviously not testing any uh, – uh, you know, malady past what needs to be done, you know, don't push him, don't push his body, whatever. So hopefully he is okay. All right. Big one today. Big one as the uh, Phillies face the Marlins. The Phillies, as we mentioned, sit a half game behind the Marlins in the NLEs. They are four games back at the Braves, so that's certain to be a lost cause as far as, uh, you know, look, you – Phillies played 45 games. 45 games, that means there's 15 games left in the season. They're three-quarters of the way through the season. Um, it's going to be tough to catch a Braves four game, four and 15. Not not, not an easy thing to do. Obviously, a half game behind the Marlins. Only three up on the Mets. Keep an eye on that. It's a little scary. Um, right now, the the NL, play te- NL playoff teams are the uh, – Braves at the top of the NL East, the uh, Cubs at the top of the Central, and the Dodgers at the top of the West. The Dodgers still the one seed as of now. The Braves the two seed, the Cubs the three seed by a half game there. It's close. And then uh, the second place teams, the uh, the Padres, the second best record in the National League, uh, but obviously in the same division as the Dodgers. Uh, they are 30-17. and 17. That's impressive. Uh, they are uh, the four seed. Um then the Cardinals, uh, it would be the Marlins who are the five seed as the second base team in the NL East. And then the Cardinals, the sixth seed as the second base team in the Central. And the Phillies would be the seven seed, that top wild card. 
Um, and then as of right now, the Giants at uh, 23 and 23 would be the uh, other, the eight seed, the wild card. But again, the Phillies only game up on them. So it's, you know, it's not ideal. I was feeling real positive a week ago, and uh, this trip to Miami has, uh, has made it tough. Has made it tough to stay positive. So, gotta win today. It's really a must win ish type of game. As uh, today, they will have uh, Vin, Vinny, Vinny Velasquez on the hill. Thought Vinny was going to go yesterday, didn't end up going. Uh, Vinny against Pablo Lopez. Lopez, a very talented pitcher, had a rough outing his last outing out. We'll see what he can do. Um, but the Phillies need it. They need Vinny to show up. They need a win in a, a big, 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 big way. Um, as uh, you know, they're they're kind of reeling right now. This uh, a bad couple losses here. Uh, bad day yesterday, uh, losing double better, and then they head right home to face the Mets, and then they got Toronto. Those are uh, you know Toronto's especially a tough matchup. So um, they need to win some games here and, and need to start today. So. Fingers crossed, right? Uh, either way, we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. So until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.